Hi, and welcome to Scooped Podcast, presented by Dig In Magazine, where you get the inside scoop on all things entertainment and culture. We want to welcome you to our Asian American Heritage Month interview series in conjunction with CAMFest and the Center for Asian American Media. I'm your host, Cindy Merrim, and in this episode, we speak with actor, director, producer, Dante Bosco about his directorial debut, The Fabulous Filipino Brothers, which world premiered at South by Southwest 2021 this past March and is having its Bay Area premiere at CAMFest. Dante not only directs in this film, but he also stars in it alongside the other Bosco brothers whom he collaborated with throughout the entire filmmaking process. In this exclusive interview, we had the opportunity to talk about his 35-plus year career in the Hollywood film industry with his breakout role as Rufio in Steven Spielberg's 1991 blockbuster hit Hook, his goal to continue giving Asian Americans and Asian American stories a voice and visibility through movies, as well as we take a little walk down memory lane as I talk with Dante about our old stomping grounds where we both grew up. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hi, Dante. How are you? you I'm doing well. Nice to see you. (laughs) Yeah, congratulations on the film, The Fabulous Filipino Brothers. Um, I did catch it, and I, I totally enjoyed it. I, I really loved it. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it had its world premiere at South by Southwest. Right. Right. And then now it's um having like a, a Bay Area premiere at Canfest and the drive-in. Yeah. Is that right? That is true. Next uh Friday, the 14th. So we're excited That's about wonderful. that. Yeah, we're Bay Area boys. It's a Bay Area movie, so it's a homecoming. So it's, that's nice. Are you, um, well, you're from Cerritos, aren't you? Or- uh, yeah, I mean, all over. I mean, born and raised okay. in Pittsburgh, California, and then oh, got to it. LA. we first lived in Cerritos with some family members there, and I went to uh, some of junior high and some of elementary school there, and then ended up in Paramount. And oh, then okay. I lived most of my, my adolescence, my teenage years in Paramount, and then moved to, that, to the city. Oh, I see. So I, um, I'm actually from Cerritos. I, I had mentioned to Emily. So, oh, wow. you know, I did that. I think my, uh, you knew my sister. Uh, we went to like Lille, Tetzlov. I went to Cerritos High School. So, and That's then uh, Emily went to Cerritos also. So, oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, awesome. Oh, Graduated no a year before me. Like, I know Gail Goddard. I know Gail. Yeah. Yeah, I've supported Joey for many years, um, you know, at his com- stand-up comedy shows, and yeah. done, we've done a lot of things together for um, some events and stuff like that, but yeah, he's doing so well. He's on a great run, and I, I saw him in your movie, and he was funny as always, so. Always funny. He was great. That character was based off my godbrother, uh, no Alberto Gerardo Tito, and um, actually Joey knew him also because they're both from Vallejo. And so it was just a no-brainer to, uh, as soon as we got the movie Greenland, I was like, Joey, man, you come in and play Tito. And he was, he was really honored <laughs> by that. That's so great. Because I was actually wondering, like, you know, if, like, if it was written for him or, like, if he kind of put in some of his own jokes because, yeah, you know, it would seem so Joey, you know. 
<laughs> yeah, he's so Joey, but he did a few, uh, you know, Tito kind of mannerisms. It's just like an ode to uh, my god brother. So he passed oh, nice. away. And oh, so uh, it was kind of a nice uh, just honoring of him in our own way. That's really wonderful. And from the start, did you, you know, did you plan to like have your brothers in the movie with you? Totally. I created the whole project. It's been in my mind, my mind a few years ago, and I figured if I ever was going to direct, I probably would direct something, tell stories from our family, a little love letter to Pittsburgh, California, and to my family, uh, and, yeah. you know, and represent, you know, do something to represent our, our community. So Definitely. Uh, it, worked out. it worked out great, you know? Definitely. And, you know, you've been acting for a long time since you were young, you know, back um, with like Hook, you know, Steven Spielberg's movie way back then. I think it was that in like 1991. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Me and my whole family have been in the industry for over 35 years now. Which oh, is, wow. Uh, pretty crazy. But, you know, that is crazy. Now, the town's been good to me. That's good. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Like, um, you know, I was going to ask you, like, how you first got into acting and, like, who were your biggest influences? But you mentioned that your family's in the industry. So I guess you had a lot of people around you that were in it already. So, well, we were the first generation to come into the industry. Me and my brothers were uh, B boys, breakdancers in the Bay Area. Oh, wow. That's, that's how we got to LA. When we landed Cerritos, we, we came as uh, breakdancers. Uh, in the pioneering days, I'd say, of hip-hop, and uh, right. it's always been a part of our story and a part of our perspective in art and continues to be to this day. Uh, so yeah, we, we we studying acting, but also when we got into acting classes, you know, we, we studied with a teacher. We started uh, looking up to the greats and chasing the greats, you know, Brando, De Niro, Pacino, just young actors oh, wow. uh, chasing those guys. And so in Hook, it was great to work with Hoffman, one of the, you know, one of the guys that we've been chasing for so many years and get a lot of validation and uh, working more one of your heroes is amazing that's amazing and so um you know this film you know there's been a lot of excitement surrounding it and i was wondering how has the reception been with like um the asian american community the, the asian american film community and you know beyond yeah so far so good i mean the, the people have seen <laughs> a very limited showing so far uh, was just at South by and so right. South by the tickets are pretty expensive and so it's kind of a, a a closed circuit of people that watched it there but a really great response um at the camp fest coming up in San Francisco in the Bay Area is going to be the first kind of wider spread viewing and it's an Asian American film it's one of the premier Asian American film festivals in the country so it's gonna be predominantly an Asian American audience so I can't wait um for people to see it like you said there's been a lot of excitement of me directing my first one um, and also leaning into, uh, you know, a Filipino-American story. So I can't wait to see how uh, the audience takes it. So far, the reviews have been good, so that's great. Nice. So all but your brothers in the film, like, they're working actors, like, outside of your, this all movie? Of or? I mean, like I said, we've all been actors for over 35 years, and everyone's had their uh, respective careers and had really great, great careers thus far. Um, but, you know, as, as this town is, I've been very fortunate to do some roles that become, um, you know, popular over the years and have has had this iconic feel to these characters. But uh, a lot of times the, the industry doesn't let you do um, what you can do. So me knowing my brothers growing up with them, studying with them for so many years, I really wanted to create some uh, characters and some, a platform where they can really shine and kind of like do do things that they're amazing at. So that was my hope as a director. 
That's wonderful. And in the film, you know, I really loved it because you're really showing like, you know, the, um, you know, the Filipino culture, Filipino American culture. I, I thought that was very cool. Um, you know, like I said, I, I have a lot of friends who are Filipino. My aunt yeah. is Filipino and she teaches Asian American studies at a very university. Cool. And um, you grew up in Syria's. Yeah. I totally understand. Syria, I, <laughs> I know, I know, I, I, you know, I know the whole b-boy thing. I grew up with that. That was yeah. awesome. It was really fun. You know, there's so much going on right now. Um, you know, with um, diversity. You know, the talk and value of you know pushing diversity and inclusion in the Hollywood film industry. And um, you know, in terms of like your film and a lot of um, other Asian American filmmakers um, making movies and more visibility for Asian Americans like what do you think the future is and do you think it'll only get better from here because like um, we're getting more um, visibility and um, you know Hollywood's opening their eyes a little bit to Asian Americans. Yeah I mean we're definitely in a, um, a golden era so to speak of Asians in pop culture media um, you know, definitely popped off with uh, Crazy Rich Asians and, and a lot of our careers, including mine, have kind of led up to that. So I look forward to uh, what's to come. Yeah, the, the world's changed. The, our, our industry has changed. You know, the roles I've played throughout my career, you know, I'd say over 90% of the roles that I've, all of us have played has been from a, a, a white male's perspective which doesn't uh, make it racist necessarily, just how the business was built, but the business is changing. And so in this new era of media, you know, our voices uh, for the sake of authenticity is being valued more. And it's about uh, people like myself telling our stories, um, not only Asian, Latino, African-American, women, uh, different sexualities, different identities. And it's really, uh, it's gonna be really, I'm really excited to see people being to tell their stories through their own perspective. And then consequently, you know, there's white males in our stories that maybe seen through our perspective. And then that's the conversation of art, you know, whether people like it or not. And that's, that's how it goes. Um, I do want to stay diligent as a community to kind of keep pushing the envelope, keep telling our stories, don't rely solely on the studio system to greenlight our projects. I mean, I'm old enough, you're old enough, enough to, to live through the Latino explosion in the 90s. And, yeah, great stars get picked out, the J-Lo's and the Mark Anthony's and, the, you know, whatnot, but, you know, the, you know, shows get canceled. Um, right. You know, it goes on, the Latino community now, you know, they're like, they're, they're, they're behind what the Asians are doing right now. So it's like, we have to learn from the past and, and continue to build each other up and support uh, our community, support other people's communities, support other filmmakers and get all our stories out there because all of our stories have a lot of value and uh, it's important right now to hear our voices. Definitely. Yeah, I, I think it's really great what's happening. So, you know, I only hope that there'll, there'll be more Asian American stories, you know, being told that'll be really wonderful. Yeah. And, um, you know, you acted, directed, produced the fabulous Filipino brothers. What was yeah. it like for you juggling all that? I mean, because like, that's a lot. <laughs> oh, it's hard. For sure, it's super hard. I mean, I think any film, and I've, I've been producing, you know, I've been in the industry my whole life now, nearly 35 years, and then I've been producing film for the last 10 years, the better part of the last decade, and exclusively Asian American films. Um, every film is a minor miracle to get done and get made. 
uh, from from the fight from the financing to the writing to the uh, directing and you know shooting to the editing and, and now going through uh, film festivals and you know talking distribution and trying to get them out so it's 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 a you know arduous task as it would be yeah. but it was so much fun also very rewarding um, working with my brothers going back to my hometown getting to shoot something personal stories of my family and my hometown and uh and you know what you realize is what I realized you know over the last 35 years me and my brothers my sister our family been here chasing our dreams and um what our success is and what you realize is a whole town of people that you know know you left and have been rooting for you and supporting you from afar for so many years including my family my uncles my aunts my cousins my extended family to come home and uh and do one there and uh for for them yeah. to be in the film for my uncles and, and whatnot to show up at the set to watch watch us work be behind the camera was just a very very cool experience to share uh what we've been doing with our lives for you know since we left our hometown to bring it back to hometown just kind of share that experience with the hometown and be like yeah. uh, you know you're part of this so that's great that's really cool that's awesome i was just curious there's this um song in the movie um it's like a fab filipino song was oh, yeah. that written just for the movie or that was written just for the movie that's yeah, awesome we... i love that that was a great <laughs> oh, touch you did... oh it. nice yeah. that's a throwback you know that was a throwback <laughs> i'm glad you with the generation that get these you oh know, yeah these, we grew up with these films you know like men in black they just had a men in black song and we just oh right so, we needed an extra song for the credits because we ran out of the music and then the producer ron erickson he also produces music so let's just do a track and he produced a track and then he wrote the hook and then i went in and wrote some lyrics and you know we just kind of banged it out one night in the studio with uh, one of our music producers riley and uh yeah you know it's one of those fun it's it a fun out. track it's a it fun track. fun track for sure throw, throw back one thing I'm glad yeah, you appreciate that. Really yeah, I definitely did. So, I mean, I appreciated all the characters in the film too. And I, I just, I, the funniest to me, the saddest and the funniest scene was when that your new girlfriend or your old flame, like you're so excited and then boom, that happens. I don't want to give it away. So I'm not going to yeah, talk about what I happens. Think it's, but I, I had no idea that was coming. I was like, what? <laughs> what? I think it's, yeah, it's dark. It's hilarious. Comedy. Oh my God. It's, it's dark comedy, but it's based on some uh, real stuff that happened in life. So there's like that, there's that. And then um, I think the whole, each character, each vignette has some kind of calamity that happens within it. And yeah, I think that's what uh, part of the Fabulous Filipino Brothers is just seeing these four different vignettes surrounded by this wedding and, and you know, and the Definitely fun adventure. Area family you know especially for yeah. family just for sure fun, hopefully you entertain it's a fun ride it was very enchanting it was it was a great time to be on the adventure with your family so um i appreciated all of that so um yeah so thank you so much dante congratulations mm -hmm. we're excited for your drive-in um premiere at campfast and it's so nice to catch up with you you know yes. from cerritos you cerritos, know you're go like Oh, yeah, no. go Dons and um no, Denise, I said hello. I will and um I'll I'll mention to Gail um yeah. that I talked yeah. to you and I I mentioned to John the other day that I had a Zoom with you. So oh, um, cool. and Joe Joey knows too. I, I told him. So <laughs> awesome. We'll be so happy we've seen everybody in the Bay Area when we get up there next week. 
Oh yeah, totally. That sounds great. Okay, well, nice to talk to you, Dante, and um, best right. of luck. Congratulations.